Imitators, episode 162, with just me. That's right, it's just me this time. I'm uh, actually... There we go. Can hear me. Can hear me a little better now? Okay, that's better. So, um... You know, I'm streaming. Streaming on live.me. Um, currently... And also recording the show at the same time. Um, putting on some pajama pants right now. Um, but uh, duplex comedy suplex was awesome. There was <clears throat> Chelsea Frank and Connor McSpadden. Uh, Casey Lai couldn't make it. But it's alright. It was a fucking fun show. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Um, and go to Yamatat.com, guys. Go to Y-A-M-A-T-A-T dot com. Midnight Rider, hello. Go to Yamatat.com and, um, click get it on iTunes. Because that's where my podcast is. It's on iTunes. It's everywhere else as well. But click get it on iTunes through yamatat.com. Go there. um, Rate it. Review it. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you're already subscribed. But tell two people about it. Tell two people about it that that you're like, oh, man, you like podcasts, right? Well, there's this dude who sits around in his house sometimes. And sometimes he interviews people. And sometimes he smokes weed. And sometimes he talks about weed propositions. Which is what today's episode is about. And, um, you know, spread it around. Spread the love. Go to Facebook and search Duplex Comedy Suplex. Also Instagram. Um, I forgot to take pictures tonight. It was, it was pretty funny and awesome. But go there. Duplex Comedy Suplex. It's Duplex Comedy on Twitter. My Twitter is Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Again, you can get there through yamatat.com, which is the website. Go there, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T.com. And the Twitter is Yamatat. And there's a donate button on the website, on Yamatat. And there's also, I have a GoFundMe going because I have Lyme disease and things have been weird. Like, um... Doctors not believing me because they don't know what Lyme disease is. It's very specialized and it's it's just a weird thing to be living with. Like it's treatable and I just need to find the right doc to look at my lab results to go, oh yeah, well you definitely have it. Um and you need this medicine, here it is, and I think I'm gonna be laid up in the hospital for a few weeks or something if I get the right medicine. Because I've gotten medicine before, and I took it, and three weeks later, nothing was different. And um, so I need the, I think I need the, um, the hardcore stuff, the hard-lined, hard-lined, hard-veined uh, stuff. Um, right. So, default as awesome what up what up everybody on live.me 
Hey, everyone on live.me, shout out to the podcast listeners right now. What do you want to say to them? Does anyone want to say anything to the podcast listeners that are listening right now? Because right now we're recording this and also recording this podcast. It's going. Any Anything to say to the listeners? Butterscotch? Hello? Welcome. All right. Well, until someone, until someone speaks up, I'm going to read more about the... Bleh. Proposition M and Initiative Ordinance N. So here's what it is. Voter information pamphlet. There's a vote coming up on March 7th. And it's time to educate yourselves. All right. So first of all, Proposition M is... um, It's pretty self-explanatory. There's going to be a lot of taxes on cannabis once it's made um, commercially legal. Once you're allowed to open up a pot shop and sell pot um, to anyone who's 21 and up. Right now, if you're 21 and up, you can smoke weed. Proposition 64 passed, and it's fucking awesome. And if you're an adult, 21 and up, you can smoke weed. Um... So, M is pretty self-explanatory. There's going to be about 17% tax on any um, commercial sales of medical marijuana. Because it says this much for this, this much for this thing, this much for this thing, this much for this thing. But it's you're going to have to require all of it in order for it to work, I think. So, it's going to be about 17% taxes with uh per store that opens there's the taxes are going to be paid quarterly and in cash that's right you're going to be paying your taxes quarterly in cash holy fucking shit that's crazy um yeah it says the office of finance shall prescribe and implement a reasonable process including set times and secure conditions whereby every person subject to business under ta- business tax under this section is allowed to pay in cash the amount of business tax reported on their written statement as prescribed under 21.14. But I don't need to tell you guys about section 21.14. I mean, you know. We all know. We all know. Um... Bleh. taxation of medical cannabis so this is under uh proposition m it says every person with a license engaged in business of conducting the sale of medical cannabis shall pay a business tax of fifty dollars for each one hundred thousand or sorry logical nonsense welcome and i didn't mean to say one hundred thousand i meant one thousand so it's five percent um because 10 percent would be 100 yeah uh quarterly taxes and in cash same thing for taxation of medical repeal medical so this is an interesting thing um section 45.19.7.1 repeal of proposition d medical marijuana the voters of the city of Los Angeles adopted Article 5.1 of Section Chapter 
sec of chapter four of the municipal code. Da -da -da. Um, oh wait. There. The council shall adopt an ordinance repealing these provisions of Proposition D, sections 45.19.6 through 45.19.6.9, uh, effective January 1st, 2018, unless the council adopts a resolution by majority vote specifying another date for the repeal. The council retains and possesses authority by to amend by ordinance these provisions of Proposition D prior to its repeal. So crazy, right? Um, count, so section 45.19.7.2. Council authority to regulate cannabis-related activity after public hearings and priority of dispensaries compliant with Proposition D. So basically, when, when uh, companies... Yanti, hello. Um, when companies are going to be applying for business licenses to start selling with the 5% tax and everything um, the stores that already exist and are already medical marijuana dispensaries are going to have priority which makes sense because they're up and running and they're they're um, they're ready to go like um, 2017 is for everyone to get their shit together so that they can start their own stores um this was weird um i thought this was weird happy hello um oh right so the public hearings shall include consideration and attempted resolution of matters including so there, there's going to be public hearings it says um for everyone to discuss where they think everything's going and if they think it's okay and um and one of the things they're going to discuss is uh Rules concerning who may qualify to operate in any of the phases of commercialization of cannabis. All right. Penalties, fines, and other enforcement tools needed to ensure strict compliance with licensing to avoid the unlawful conduct of cannabis-related activities in the city. All right. Regulation of transportation of cannabis products within the city. Okay. Siting of all buildings and facilities involved in all phases of commercialization of cannabis. Okay. Preventing the over-concentration of businesses involved in commercialization of cannabis. Uh, all right. Six, determinations of any necessary land use requirements, such as distances to schools, okay, parks, all right, libraries, fine, I guess, residences, uh, okay, liquor stores, uh, um, stores selling candy to children, and other such matters affecting the locations of stores and facilities involved in commercialization of cannabis. Stores selling candy to children could be any store. So... There could be someone who just comes out against all of it. And then, I mean, they're going to get reamed, but fucking, that's weird. Uh, there's another thing. Issues regarding how the city addresses compliance, complaints, and civil or criminal proceedings related to Proposition D, medical marijuana dispensaries, and any and all other issues that may arise regarding the commercialization of cannabis in the city. Um... So, issues regarding how the city addresses compliance, compliance, <laughs> compliance, complaints, Marshmallow Man, hello, welcome, Bleh. and civil or criminal proceedings related to Proposition D, medical marijuana dispensaries. It's crazy. Uh, 
Oh yeah, so this paragraph says that Prop D compliant dispensaries get priority, but also it says um, they may operate within the city at one location identified in its original or amended business tax registration certificate until such time that the EMMD, the existing medical marijuana dispensary, applies for and receives a final response to its application for a city permit for license for or license for commercial cannabis activity being conducted at that location. The city's designated licensing or permitting agency shall give priority in processing applications of EMMDs that can demonstrate to the city's designating designated licensing or permitting agency that the EMMD has operated in compliance with limited immunity and tax provisions of Prop D to avail itself of the terms of the section, including the priority of processing, an EMMD must apply for a city permit or license within 60 calendar days of the first date that applications are made available for commercial cannabis activity. If the city issues the EMMD a license or permit for commercial cannabis activity, commercial, uh, the EMMD shall continue to operate at its location within the city in accordance with the rules and regulations set forth by the city. So, basically what that says, Prop M, is saying, um, either, either medical dispensaries are going to be open to everyone and people who have their card are going to get better a better price or Malia how's it going or Golden Panther what's up Bleh. excuse me <laughs> um or that it's no longer going to be a medical dispensary at all, and it's just going to be commercial. But I think it's going to have medical. All right. Uh, for, section 45.19.7.3. Enforcement, penalties, and disconnection of utilities for unlawful cannabis-related activity. Uh, a violation of subsection B, which is it is unlawful to, one, own, set up, or operate an establishment, two, participate in as an employee, contractor, agent, or volunteer in any capacity in an establishment. Three, use any portion or portion of any parcel of land as an establishment. Or two, four, lease, rent to, or otherwise allow an establishment to occupy any personal parcel or portion of parcel of land. Par occupy any parcel or portion of parcel of land. Holy fucking shit. They worded the fuck out of this one. No limits, what up? <clears throat> C says a violation of subsection B is a public nuisance and may be abated by the city or by the city attorney on behalf of the people of the state of California as a nuisance by means of a restraining order injunction or any other order or judgment in law or equity issued by a court of competent jurisdiction the city or the city attorney on behalf of the people of the state of California may seek injunctive relief to enjoy to enjoin violations of or to compel compliance with this section or seek any other relief or remedy available at law or equity. Each day that a violation continues to be continues is deemed to be a new and separate offense and subject to a maximum civil to civil penalty of twenty thousand dollars 
for each and every offense. So you could get charged $20,000 a day if you start a pot shop um, without getting your license. $20,000 a day. That's so fucking, that's so much money. D, any person violating subsection B shall be guilty of a misdemeanor publishable, publishable, fuck, punishable by a fine of not more than $1,000 or by imprisonment in the county jail for a period of not more than six months or by both a fine and imprisonment. Each day that a violation continues is deemed to be a new and separate offense. So you could go to jail for six months and if you have no way to pay that thousand dollars a day, at the end of the six months, you're gonna have fucking uh, what's six times thirty? Hundred and eighty days, hundred and eighty thousand dollars that you have to pay back. Angel, hello. Nah. Hundred eighty thousand for violating subsection B. Um. <laughs> Okay, here's the part where while I was reading Proposition M, I went, wait, what? So listen, listen carefully to the wording on this and tell me if, I rem if I'm uh, understanding this correctly. Nothing in this section shall be construed as requiring the city to allow, permit, license, authorize, or otherwise regulate medical or non-medical cannabis, or as abridging the city's police power with respect to enforcement regarding medical or non-medical cannabis. So it sounds like G is saying, uh, you, uh, the city isn't in charge of it really. Right? What the fuck? I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. For those of you who missed it, Dr. Angel, what's up, Dr. Angel? Nothing in this section shall be construed as requiring the city to allow, permit, license, authorize, or otherwise regulate medical or non-medical cannabis, or as abridging the city's police power with respect to enforcement regarding medical or non-medical cannabis. So, I still don't know what it means. Um... Fuck, dude, the way they write laws is fucked up because it's not for it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone to understand. And that's the, the way the government has set that shit up. <clears throat> Competing measures. Oh, this is crazy. Listen to this. In the event that this measure and any other measure relating in any way to the regulation of cannabis in the city of Los Angeles are submitted to the voters of the city of Los Angeles on the same ballot, all of the provisions of the other measure shall be deemed to be incomplete and total conflict with this measure. In the event that this measure receives a greater number of affirmative votes than the other measure, the provisions... Oh, wait. No, no, no. That's not the important one. Uh, there's another one. Let me see. Oh, section B just says plainly... It's a, it's a paragraph. It's like six sentences. But section B says... We sent you this. We sent you this. In a matter of words. It says, city clerk, it's hereby authorized to let everyone know what the fuck's coming up and how to let them know what the fuck's coming up. You're going to get one of these things that you're reading right now, motherfucker. 
That's what it says. Motherfucker. <laughs> Alright. So, N. Here's where things get interesting. Cannabis Activity Permits Regulation and Taxation Initiative Ordinance N. <coughs> so, I, I still don't know 100% what to think and what to do with Initiative Ordinance N or M because here's what's happening. There's two separate uh, things going up for for regulation of commercial cannabis activity. And Initiative Ordinance N, this is on a page labeled Argument in Favor of Initiative Ordinance N, Cannabis Activity Permits, Regulations, and Taxation, Initiative Ordinance N. As the official proponents of Initiative Ordinance N, we no longer believe that this measure is in the city's best interests. Therefore, we strongly urge you to vote no on Initiative Ordinance N. Instead, we believe that Initiative Ordinance M is better for the city, and therefore we urge you to vote yes on Initiative Ordinance M. Oh, fuck. That's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever read in my entire life. Because it either means it either means they wrote the law and then they saw that another one was coming up, up that was better and they went, oh, fuck. Or they wrote they wrote the law and then got it through. And then these lawmakers who wrote this other law are like, whoa, hold the fucking phone here. What is this other law? And then the people the way the way it sounds is that everyone wants Proposition M which they're also calling initiative ordinance N or wait M on here on the N page and then argument against initiative ordinance N vote no on initiative ordinance N um, it says initiative ordinance N would create a monopoly on licenses to sell marijuana and freeze out any competition um, that doesn't sound like a like having uh, I don't know it, it'd kind of be like the DMV of weed wouldn't it because uh, you go and like isn't the DMV a fucking monopoly government why is it such a big deal to have and then it says freeze out competition I, I gotta read the whole initiative before I react completely because I've read about mm, 20 uh, or 15 of the 30 pages. Uh, <laughs> Initiative Ordinance N would open marijuana stores within two blocks of a school. I don't have a problem with that. Initiative Ordinance N would open marijuana stores within one block of parks, playgrounds, churches, youth centers, or child care facilities. Also don't have a problem with that. Initiative Ordinance N... Because th here's the thing. If these businesses open near... Uh, oh, people live there. Oh, kids live there. Fucking have the parents teach their kids about these things so that the kids don't try and fucking get fake IDs and get the fake or get the weed at the pot shop or something, which would bust the pot shop. And also then the kid would just become a lot cooler a lot sooner. I mean, let's be honest. Weed is one of the coolest things and it's so fucking awesome that it's being made legal right now. Um, um, parks, playgrounds, churches, youth centers, initiative ordinance and would, permit advertising of marijuana products where it can be seen by children and teens guess what advertising can be seen by children and teens any fucking place 
Like, that's not a, that doesn't sound like an issue to me either. Oh no, they could influence me. If you're going to smoke weed, you're going to smoke weed. Like, fucking, I don't know, man. Initiative Ordinance N would go easy with minimal penalties if they violate city regulations covering their marijuana stores. Again, I don't think that's a huge, <laughs> like, because... Um, there's a lot of laws that are bullshit and there's a lot of, um, penalty charges that are fucking bullshit. Like the state is going to make enough money in taxes to where they're not going to need to bust anyone for weed. Like they might give warnings and shit and they'll, they'll probably bust a few, but most places are going to have their shit together and they're going to get their tax money in. And then California's going to go, thank you so much. We are going to be out of debt in a fucking second. Um, here's the last bullet point on why to vote no on initiative N initiative ordinance N was written and this is bold and underlined written without consulting law enforcement officials, local neighborhood councils, homeowners associations, educators, or child welfare, welfare officials about what they think is best for the city and its residents. So that part sounds like, sounds like a bunch of people who are usually in charge didn't read the fucking initiative when it came through and they were like, well, yeah, prop 64 passed. So here's an initiative to make everything regular. We'll, we'll put it to a vote instead of reading it then when it came in and maybe it sounds like they want to veto it. It sounds like they don't want it to happen. And you're like, motherfucker, you wrote this thing. You put this in front of my fucking face. I could vote on this if I want to, but I want to read on read what it is first. So I've, uh, I'll go through just briefly what I've already read, and then I'm going to read more to the podcast and to this live stream that's going. That's right, everybody. <laughs> weed props. Weed props. Let's see. People in the city of Los Angeles do ordinance follows. This measure shall be known and may be cited as the Los Angeles Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. Uh, finding and declarations, bullshit, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, medical cannabis, purposes and intent. Okay. Um, this will allow commercial, uh, allowing commercial cannabis activity subject to a permit program administered by the Los Angeles Department of Medical Marijuana Regulation that shall be created by the Los Angeles with city of Los Angeles within 60 days of the effective date of this act that imposes a comprehensive requirements and limitations on applicants, permittees, and locations conducting commercial cannabis activity. Oh yeah, there's a lot of shit on here where I'm like, wait, what? Because it's the way it's worded is just sounds super weird. And uh, tell me if you're with me on this one. Okay, definitions and calculations. So this definition says, Collective cannabis activity means any cultivation, manufacture, processing, storing, labeling, or sale of medical cannabis or medical cannabis products con conducted within the city under a collective cannabis activity permit, as defined below, issued pursuant to section 45.19.6.2 of this article. So I wrote in the margin, go to six for what? Here we go. Here's six. Blech. Collective Cannabis Activity Permit is an official document issued by the city pursuant to section 45.19.6.2 of this article that authorizes a person to conduct commercial <coughs> cannabis activity 
and does constitute a permit as that term is, is defined in section uh, 19,300.5 of the Business Professions Code. So basically, it's saying collective cannabis active activity permit is going to authorize you to conduct commercial cannabis activity. So th uh, what is making me think more and more is that all right yeah that the medical any medical places need to get a collective cannabis activity permit and any commercial places need to get a commercial cannabis activity permit because it allows the same exact thing it says authorizes a person to conduct commercial cannabis activity and does constitute a permit it's the exact same wording um here's here's the here's the thing here's an interesting thing a qual uh c a qualified patient who cultivates cannabis exclusively for his or her personal medical use but who does not provide donate sell or distribute cannabis to any other person is not engaged in commercial cannabis activity and is exempt from permitting requirements of this article so long as the total canopy size he or she uses to cultivate cannabis does not exceed 100 square feet that's big you could grow a lot of weed in 100 square feet Oh, check this out. A primary caregiver who cultivates cannabis exclusively for personal medical purposes of no more than five specified qualified patients for whom he or she is the primary caregiver, but who does not receive remuneration for these activities except for compensation full compliance with subdivision C of section 11362.765 of the Health and Safety Code, of course, is exempt from permitting requirements of this article as long as the total canopy size he or she is uses to cultivate cannabis does not exceed 500 square feet. That's a lot bigger. That's because they're... Oh, fuck. It's because they're a caregiver to someone and, you know... People needs... People needs their weeds, you know? Cupcake. What up, cupcake? What up, cupcake? <laughs> Listen here, cupcake. Here's what I'm saying, and this is what I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> location. Guys, if you need the term location defined to you, then you are not a human. Uh, location means a parcel of land, whether vacant or occupied by a building or premises in a building or group of buildings or accessory buildings and includes the buildings, structures, yards, open spaces, lot width and lot area where commercial cannabis activity is or will be conducted <coughs> it's lame that they have to define it um but i get why they have to it's so stupid that they have to but i get it uh a felony <laughs> oh yeah this was a typo check this out a felony conviction for the illegal possession for sale sale manufacture transportation or cultivation of a controlled substance let me read that again a felony conviction for the illegal possession for sale sale <laughs> oh oh position for possession for sale sale so isn't that uh like wouldn't if you if you if you had possession for sale fuck 
man, okay. Oh, I get it, but it's so fucking weirdly worded. For sale, sale. <laughs> Illegal possession for sale, sale. Manufacture, transportation, or cultivation of a controlled substance. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's here's something. Um, I just want to say, firstly, before I read this thing, that Citizens United is bullshit. And here we go. 20. Person means an individual. All right. Firm. Wait a minute. Partnership. Hold up. Joint venture. Wait. Association. Hold the phone. Corporation. What the fuck? Limited liability company. No, no, no. Cooperative. What? Estate. Huh? Trust. What? Business trust. What? Receiver. I don't even know what the fuck that means. A receiver of a phone. Syndicate. What? Or any other group of or combination acting as a unit and includes the plural as well as the singular number. My silence is from rage. Uh, I have written in the margin, Citizens United is bullshit. Because it is. It's the stupidest. It's one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, technically, a corporation is a person. Is it? Fucking is it? No, it's a nameless, faceless building right in front of your fucking face. And it doesn't give a fuck about you. Corporations don't give a fuck about people. They only give a fuck about um, making money. Making money. And how do I make more money? Do I fuck someone over to make more money? Well, if I'm a corporation, yeah, I'll fuck someone over to make more money. Because I'm making money. Making money. It's all a corporation is. And corporations are not people. And that's it. That's just the fucking end of that sentence. This definition is false. Person means fuck you. Um, yeah, whoever wrote whoever wrote Citizens United, go fuck yourself. You're, you're listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know you're listening, uh, 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 Tranold, Tranold, Flamp. Uh, man, I, even the fake name that I made up sounded like fucking dumbass, fucking bullshit, piece of shit, fucking asshole president. The guy that's the president right now, he's a fucking piece of shit, asshole, fuck. Okay, uh, Malia, thanks for the love. Muffins, hello. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome to us all, welcome, welcome, welcome all. Uh, okay, so this, I think, pretty. I'm pretty sure this is a typo. Yeah, okay. B, a collective cannabis activity permit or a commercial cannabis activity permits. Did you hear the typo? Here, let me, let me do it again. A collective cannabis activity permit or a commercial cannab cannabis activity permits may apply for the following types of commercial cannabis activity. Each such activity must be independently permitted. Oh, okay. I think this is where I was before. Wait. Nope, never mind. I've read past this. Okay, collective cannabis activity permit. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so this is section 45.19.6.2. And if you guys know anything about 45.19.6.2, you'll know that there is some weird verbiage in here let me let me let me just show you okay so i'm gonna read this real quick it says collective cannabis activity permit is an official 
document issued by the city pursuant to section 45.19.6.2 of this article that authorizes a person to conduct commercial cannabis activity and does constitute a permit you guys remember collective cannabis activity permit section 45.19.6.2 so there's a lot of repeated stuff from the stuff before continue to operate uh each pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensary shall apply shall apply for a collective cannabis activity permit within 45 days of the date the department makes an application available to the public. <laughs> e, the department is responsible for issuing collective cannabis activity permits. Okay. Within 90 days after the effective date of this act, the, the department shall develop a form and procedure for processing collective cannabis activity permit applications pursuant to this article. G. The types of dispensary permits and cultivation permits available to pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries are under the Collective Cannabis Activity Permit or under the Collective Cannabis Activity Permit are set forth in Section 45.19.6.3b, 1, and 2 of this article. Let's skip ahead, shall we? Uh, so... Section 45.19.6.3B, 1 and 2. B says, The department is responsible for issuing commercial cannabis activity permits. The department shall develop a form and procedure for processing commercial cannabis activity permit reg registrations, and these forms shall be available as follows. Dispensaries. When the voters of the city of Los Angeles previously passed Prop D, the city estimated that there could be 135 dispensaries that qualified. The department shall first process all the applications for the collective cannabis activity permits for the pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries and shall issue dispensary permits to all the dispensaries that qualify in accordance with the conditions set forth in section 45.19.6.2. In the event the number of qualifying dispensaries are less than 135, then on January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for applicants to apply for a retail dispensary permit pursuant to the requirements set forth herein. The department shall establish merit-based standards for issuing permits to maintain no less than 135 retail dispensaries in the city. Oh, no less than. Oh. Uh, the department shall issue the following dispensing permits. A. Dispensary general. Dispen uh, with no cultivation. B. Dispensary, cultivation, and manufacturing. Um, cultivation. Within 90 days of the effective date of this article, the department shall allow pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries applied to apply for a cultivation permit. The department shall first issue cultivation permits by to the pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries required conduct all cannabis business in a single location pursuant to Prop D and are vertically integrated and have been cultivating on-site at the premises of the dispensary, the department shall thereafter begin issuing off-site cultivation permits. The department shall have the sole discretion to determine the number of cultivation permits for off-site cultivation. Notwithstanding any anything to the contrary of this article, at no time shall the on-site vertically integrated cultivation licenses is issued to the pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries be included in a capped number of cultivation permits in the event the department decides to limit the number of cultivation permits. Um, shit. So there's a lot of like jumping back and forth that you have to do. Mutt, welcome. 
Welcome to the show. But this is all under collective. So here's a thing. Here's an interesting thing. Okay. Wait. 600 feet. Oh, right. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay, okay. Check this out. Okay, the, the type or types of cannabis activity or cannabis activity that will be conducted at the proposed location along with the detailed description of the applicant's operating procedures which demonstrate that the applicant complies or will comply with the requirements contained in sections 45.19.6.4 through 45.19.6.8 of this article for the type or types of uh, or types commercial cannabis activity that will be conducted at the proposed location. On-site cultivation shall be allowed so long as the applicant has been cultivating continuously since prior to the effective date of this article, and total canopy size dedicated on to on-site cultivation does not exceed the total canopy size allowed under California state law, 100 square feet from before. Um, if it's personal for yourself. Oh, wait. Evidence. Yeah, this is still under collective cannabis activity. Cultivation and dispensing. 45.19.6.4. So I think that 45.19.6.4 through 0.6.8 are having to do with commercial cannabis cultivation. Yep, commercial cannabis dispensing. Commercial cannabis manufacturing and distribution, commercial cannabis testing. Oh, there's going to be people who test weed for a living. It's so fucking awesome. Commercial cannabis te uh, activity operational requirements and commercial, oh, annual renewal requirements for cannabis, all cannabis activity permits. So, all right. So, 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 okay, so here, right here, on-site cultivation, effective date of this article, total canopy size, 100 square feet, um, the, the city council may not amend the right for a vertically integrated licensee who has been cultivating on-site pursuant to the requirements of Prop D to discontinue on-site cultivation until five years after the effective date of this act. So, what that means is... If someone who has been um, planting and, and harvesting and growing medical marijuana isn't within the, um, the, the upcoming guidelines right away, then they have five years to get their shit together. Okay. All, like, it's, I just imagine the cops showing up at your door. Boo, woo, woo. And they bust the door in. Or no, they probably knock. And then you open and then, you're, then you go hello, can I help you? And they go, yeah, uh, we got a call here that your blah, blah, blah is not blah, blah, blah. And then you go, oh, yeah? And then you go, fuck, I, I meant to fucking fix that. And they go, yeah, well, yeah. Now you have, fuck, you have five years to get this taken care of or we're shutting you down. We will come for you in five years if you don't get your shit together and we will shut you down five years okay bye and then they leave 
And the cops leave and they're like, do 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 do, and they probably get hooked up with weed and shit. I don't know. Uh, just a just a weird utopian world where cops aren't fucking dick asshole fucks. Because most of them are that I've en- encountered. Um, a request for live scan service completed by the applicant. Blah 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 of this article for the type or types of commercial cannabis activity that will be con- conducted at the proposed location. Okay, here's something that I thought was super interesting. Here we go. In the event of one or more pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries... Oh, in the event one or more pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries are located within 600 feet of each other, but otherwise meet the criteria of this article, the business with the earliest BTRC shall remain at the location and the other shall be required to move within 90 days of written notification from the department that another pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensary is within 600 feet. Failure to relocate within 90 days shall be grounds for denial of an application for a collective cannabis activity permit. 600 feet. Malia, thanks for joining again. Thanks for the love. Again. I has a question joined. Welcome. Welcome, I has a question. What's your question? Do you have, do you actually has a question? Also, you could ask a question to the listeners or say something to the listeners of the podcast. Because I'm while I'm doing this live stream, I'm recording it onto my podcast at the same time. Which is you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. Listen, listeners, I know you already know. I know you're listening. I know. I mean, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for the live stream. They, some of them don't know my podcast yet. All right. This is episode 162. It's already been three years, one month and two weeks. It's kind of a kind of a long time, you know. So so uh, just just bear with me. Bear with me for a second. I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be right back with you. So so anyway, uh, like I was saying, Yamatat.com. Go to Yamatat.com. Uh, click the link on the top, click, get it on iTunes and you'll get this podcast. You'll hear me talking to you and talking to them on episode 162. This comes out tomorrow. So if you go to yamatat.com today, click, get it on iTunes, the link at the top of the page of this website that I built from scratch. And then my brother-in-law helped me out later because he was like, yo, uh, I noticed your site is kind of a little broken uh, sometimes. And he was being gentle about it. But I was like, no, I fucking know. I built I built the website on my own with two and a half weeks of online courses on CodeAcademy.com. And I wasn't confident in the job that I did. Um, not super confident. I was just like, it's a site. It works. It's fine. And then he went in and tinkered. And like he he fixed the, the, uh, the CSS and... Um, and the HTML, like he made it all, he made it all neat and clean and nice. And, and now it looks a lot better. And I got rid of the link that he had for the iTunes link on the bottom of the page because I got a new one on the top of the page so that it's immediately there to see. And also, (coughs) excuse me, um, that link is linked to an iTunes affiliate program that I have where uh if you click on it then i get credit and they'll and itunes will be like oh yo this podcast is doing all right cool because otherwise the only way to spread the word and get the word out to itunes is to share it with people have other people subscribe and rate it and review it rate it review it do whatever you want say whatever you want just give it five stars and um you know 
it's it's uh it'll it'll boost it'll boost the ratings and then more people will hear about it okay uh i've spent too much time being like hey please please share this with people please tell people about it <sighs> i need sponsors i need to make money around this fucking podcast <laughs> but seriously if you guys know anyone just uh you know mountain dew i'm wearing mountain dew pajama pants i'll i'll be your sponsor or will you be my sponsor and then provide me with free mountain dew and that's all i ask just kidding i also need money but mountain dew and maybe like uh swag that i could give away and uh you know for people who like or even don't like mountain dew but it would be from this podcast and that's the thing that matters because people would go dude i got this fucking mountain dew shirt from this podcast he's sponsored by mountain dew how fucking crazy is that um that's pretty extreme, if you ask me. Extreme podcasting! Oh! Bone size ready. What up, Salamander? Thanks for the love. All right. Uh, yeah, they, there's hearts on that. So for the listeners, if you don't know what live.me is, I'm uh, I'm on live.me as Dugathan, which is my Twitter handle. Hey, live.me, hold on a second, all right? I'm going to tell the listeners what you guys are, what you guys are doing. And uh, I'm gonna tell them what what's up with this, cause they they they're just listening to it on their on their phones or their uh, 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 or their computers or or whatever, but they probably don't know that this live.me video is out there of me talking to you and talking to them. So it's an app on your phone. It's called Live.me. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on um, just the internet as well. You don't have. To, I think you can sign up with an email. So. Um, it's, uh, you know, just a live streaming thing. I, I, I play games on here. I read um, weed uh, articles on here. I, uh, I talk about um, anything. I, I, I usually get enraged about Trump at some point. And it sucks that my life has come to that, where he has forced his fucking way into my brain where because he keeps doing dumb shit and he's a dumb shit he's a dumb fuck he's a dumb fucking idiot and he uh i the rest of the world sees it and the whole entire united states sees it except there's this whole enraged portion still like no build that wall and fucking get the get the immigrants out of here and i'm so glad that that federal judge overturned the immigration ban because fuck you trump fuck you forever um okay the uh blah, blah, blah. collective canvas activity permit so uh transfer of ownership renewal okay this was very interesting and dang hello um guys listen to this renewal upon expiration of the collective cannabis activity permit which lasts one year by the way if you get a collective cannabis activity permit you will have one year for it to still be a medical dispensary or uh sell medical and recreational but it sounds like okay let me just read through the rest of this and then i'll, I'll go back and uh, talk about it the applicant shall thereafter reapply for a commercial cannabis activity permit all collective cannabis activity permits shall expire the later of one year from the date of issuance or 
January 31st, 2019. Thereafter, the department shall convert all collective cannabis activity permits to commercial cannabis activity permits, and all commercial cannabis activity within the city shall be conducted under commercial cannabis activity permits, notwithstanding anything to the contrary in this article, conversion from a collective cannabis activity permit into a commercial cannabis activity permit will not affect any non-conforming uses. So that's crazy, right? That any collective that calls themselves a collective a year after January 31st, 2018, um, you will be required and it will change from collective to commercial cannabis activity permit. That's super interesting, you guys. I, I, uh, I think that's where I left off last time I was reading this. Okay. So, wow, 52 minutes in. Uh, 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 okay, so section 45.19.6.3, commercial cannabis activity permit. A person may not conduct commercial cannabis activity without a valid collective cannabis activity permit issued pursuant to section 45.19.6.2 or commercial cannabis activity permit issued pursuant to this section. A separate commercial cannabis activity permit is required for each location. B. The department is responsible for issuing commercial cannabis activity permits. The department shall develop a form and procedure for processing commercial cannabis activity permit registrations, and these forms shall be available as follows. 1. Dispensaries. When the voters of the city of Los Angeles previously passed Prop D, the city estimated that there could be 135 dispensaries that qualified. The department shall first process all the applications for the collective cannabis activity permits for the pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries and shall issue dispensary permits to all the dispensaries that qualify in accordance with the conditions set forth in section 45.19.6.2. In the event the number of qualifying dispensaries are less than 135, then on Janu January, then on January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for applicants to apply. Let me say that again. The department shall provide an application for applicants to apply. An application for applicants to apply for a retail dispensary permit pursuant to the requirements set forth herein. The department shall establish a merit-based standards for issuing permits to maintain no less than 135 retail dispensaries in the city. The department shall issue the following dispensing permits. 10. Dispensary General. 10A. Dispensary Cultivation and Manufacturing. Cultivation. Within 90 days of the effective date of this article, the department shall allow pre-ICO... Uh, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I've already read this. It's the same ver ver verbiage. It's the same words, everything. January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for a cultivation permit that contains the information set forth in C, below. All cultivation shall be indoor cultivation and shall be limited by canopy size as set forth in the State of California Medical Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. The department shall issue the following cultivation permits. A. Type 1A. Specialty indoor for indoor cultivation of less than or equal to 5,000 square feet of total canopy size on one premises. Type 2A. And this is Article B. Small indoor for indoor cultivation between 5,001 and 10,000 square feet inclusive of total canopy size on one premises. 
C, type 3A. Indoor cultivation between 10,001 and 22,000 square feet. That's a lot of weed. Three, manufacturing. Within 90 days of the effective date of the apartment... Hold on, I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm, I, ah, I'm running out of uh, saliva. Holy shit. I think I uncorked a fucking... <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. That was a good... That was a good drink of water. Alright. Manufacturing. Within 90 days of the effective date, the department shall provide an application for a type 6 non-volatile extraction commercial cannabis activity permit. The department shall determine the number of manufacturing permits it would like to issue. All manufacturing shall meet the requirements as set forth in the State of California Medical Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. The department shall issue the following manufacturing permits. Type 6. Manufacturer 1. For manufacturing sites that produce medical cannabis products using non-volatile solvents. I'm buckling in here. For testing, on January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for a testing commercial cannabis activity permits. For a testing commercial cannabis activity permits. There's a typo. These dummies. These dummies wrote a typo. <clears throat> uh, testing commercial cannabis activity permits and shall determine the number of testing permit it would like to issue. Fuck, there's another typo. Who edits these? All testing shall meet the requirements as set forth in the State of California Medi Medical Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. The department shall issue the following permit to test to test laboratories. Type 8, testing. This classification can hold no other type of license. 5, distribution. Wow. Type 6. Type 3. Weird. Type 8, testing. Yeah, if you have strawberry apple pie, hello. That's a great screen name. It sounds amazing. I want to eat some strawberry apple pie right now. Whatever that is. Um, so if you have a license as a tester of marijuana, you're not allowed to grow. You're not allowed to sell. You're not allowed to have your own place for, for weed uh, consumption you are only allowed to test. And I thought about it. I, th I thought long and hard about, whoa, could I be a medical cannabis tester? Or not even medical, it's commercial. Could I be a commercial cannabis tester? Could I just be a cannabis tester and that's my job? Sure. But then I wouldn't be able to grow my own. Then I wouldn't be able to sell my own. I really, really want to grow and sell my own. 
and um you know it's gonna be a fucking brand new world um distribution on january 31st 2018 the department shall provide an application for a distribution commercial cannabis activity permits and shall determine the number of distributor permits it would like to issue all distribution shall re- meet the requirements as set forth in the state of California Medical Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. The department shall issue the following distribution permit. Type 11, distributor permit. A Type 11 licensee shall be bonded and insured at a minimum level established by MMRSA. <coughs> a distributor may only hold a license in Type 11 and Type 12, transport. 6. Transport. On January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for a transport commercial cannabis activity permits for... Uh, fucking shit. M- quit making me read wrong, you dumbass. Ugh. Let me read that again. On January 31st, 2018, the department shall provide an application for a transport commercial cannabis activity permits. It's because the it has the S on the end. Dandy, what's up? Bah. Welcome to the show. Uh, the number of transport permits shall be determined by the department. All transport shall meet the requirements as set forth in the State of California Medical Regulation and Safety Act. The department shall issue the following transport permit. Type 12, transport permit. A permit, a transport permit shall be bonded and insured at a minimum level established by MMRSA. A type 12 licensee may also hold a type 11 license. C, all applications for a commercial cannabis activity permit shall require the following information. One, the name of the applicant, the applicant's doing business as, i.e. DBA, and the address of the proposed location. Telephone number, address of person authorized to accept service of process on behalf of the applicant the name telephone number and address of a person responsible for receiving logging and responding to complaints regarding the applicant a request for live scan service completed by the (coughs) applicant and any additional persons required to submit a background check pursuant to the requirements contained in sections 45.19.6.4 through 45.19.6.8 of this article for the type or types of commercial cannabis activity that will be conducted at the proposed location also guys i'm available for ebooks uh (laughs) i'll read i'll read your books or transcripts or whatever you need i'll voice it over with my voice or malcolm mcdowell's voice i am malcolm mcdowell evidence of the legal right for the applicant to occupy and use the proposed location in the event the applicant is not the owner of record of the location, the application must be accompanied by a notarized statement and consent from the owner of the property acknowledging that commercial cannabis activity is or will be conducted at the location. In addition to furnishing such notarized statement, the applicant shall furnish the name and address of the owner of record of the location as well as a copy of the lease or rental agreement pertaining to the location. 6. A copy of the applicant's seller's permit issued by the State Board of Equalization pursuant to Part 1 of Division 2 of the Revenue and Taxation Code. 7. A security plan including, but not limited to, lighting, alarms, and security guard arrangements. 8. A 1,000-foot radius map with a minimum scale of 1 inch equals 75 feet 
one inch to 75 feet, signed by a licensed civil engineer, architect, or land surveyor, showing streets, names, lot boundaries, sensitive uses, uses on adjacent properties adjacent to the proposed location, and addresses of all properties at the perimeter of the 1,000-foot radius. The type or types of commercial cannabis activity, cultivation, manufacturing, testing, distri distribution, or transport, that will be conducted at the proposed location, along with a detailed description of the applicant's operating procedures, which demonstrate that the applicant complies or will comply with the requirements contained in sections 45.19.6.4 through 45.19.6.6 of this article for the type or types of commercial cannabis activity that will be conducted at the proposed location. <coughs> Whew, doing that voice hurts after a while. Dottie A. What up, Dottie A? I feel like I cleared up a, an area in my throat. All right. Um, proof of a labor peace agreement. Commitment if the applicant anticipates it will or currently does employ 10 or more employees. An executed, an executed release of liability and hold harmless in the form set forth in the city's application form. 12. A statement signed by the applicant under penalty of perjury that the information provided on the application is complete, true, and accurate. And 13. Authorization for the city to verify the information and representations contained in the application. E. Upon receipt of an application for a commercial cannabis activity permit, the department shall 1. Within 45 days of receipt of the application, the department shall render an initial decision whether to approve or deny the application. If the department's initial decision is to deny the application, the department shall send a notice to the applicant within five days of rendering a decision to deny the application, specifying the reasons for denying the application. And it's going to be called a denial notice. Da bomb. What up, da bomb? Um, within 60 days of receipt of the denial notice, the applicant may submit with an amended application curing any deficiencies with the, origi with the original application. Within 30 days of receipt of the amended application, the department shall render a final decision whether to approve or deny the application. If the applicant fails to submit an amended application within 60 days of the department's notice of deficiency of the applicants or the applicant's revised application failed to correct all the deficiencies with the original application, the department shall render a final, a final decision whether to approve or deny the registration. So basically what that means is within 45 days of applying, you could get denied. If you fix your shit and then send the application back, they could um, they could still deny you, but they could approve you. Or it says uh, if you fail to submit an amended application within 60 days, they could still approve your place. They could still approve your pot shop if you're like, listen, I fucking, I don't know... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll sell, I'll sell out of a desk. Uh, yeah, my desk is my, uh, place where I'll have all my, uh, stuff. <laughs> and they're like, it needs to be a table. And then, and then you don't submit, then they could still approve it or deny it. Odds are they'll probably deny it if you don't come through 
and play by the new rules. Because, shit, sorry. Because, you know, the government won't be, uh, won't be bartered with. They won't, they won't be fucked with. I mean, we're fucking with them right now with all the, all the shit against stupid fucking asshole, dumbass, fuck Donald Trump. But, um, yeah, resist. Hashtag resist. Hashtag no ban, no wall. Uh, two, within 10 days of approval of the application, the department shall send a written notice to the city attorney, the police department, the city council member of the district in which the location is located, in which the location is located, in which the location is located. Where's the location located? Fucking dumbass verbiage and the certified neighborhood council containing the address of the proposed location where the commercial cannabis activity will be conducted the type or types of commercial cannabis activity, cultivation, dispensing, manufacturing, testing that will be conducted at the proposed location, the name, telephone number, and address of a person authorized to accept uh, same stuff as before, name, telephone number, same stuff as before, within 10 days of rendering a decision to approve an application for a commercial cannabis activity permit, the department shall issue the commercial cannabis activity permit to the permittee. Upon issuance, the commercial cannabis activity permit shall be valid for one year. The commercial cannabis activity permit Issued by the department shall include the following on its face. Serial number. Yes. Seal of the city and department. Yes. Uh, the LAMC chapter and article regulating the issuance of commercial cannabis activity permits. Cool. The name of the permittee. The doing business as permittee. The address of the permitted location. Uh, the type or types of commercial cannabis activity, cultivation, dispensing, manufacturing, testing, covered by the commercial cannabis activity permit. Uh, okay. Doing business as Doug's Nugs. Um, the name, telephone number, address, person authorized to work on behalf of you, date, the commercial activity what permit was issued and the date it expires. Transfer of ownership. A permit issued under this section is transferable as long as the applicant and or transferee notify the Department of Transfer Change and Ownership by submitting an amendment to the application for a commercial cannabis activity permit within 10 days of the date or the transfer and a request for live scan service completed by the transferee, any new owner and any additional persons required to submit a background check pursuant to the requirements contained in sections 45.19.6.4 through 45.19.6.6 of this article <gasps> for the type or types of commercial cannabis activity that will be conducted at the proposed location. Fees. The department shall charge a non-refundable fee for a commercial cannabis activity permit application. The application fee shall be in addition to all other fees and, fees and taxes included in Taxes paid by an applicant under Section 21.50 of the LAMC. The commercial cannabis activity permit application fee may be recalculated annually and approved by the city council. <clears throat> 45.19.6.4. Commercial cannabis cultivation. Cultivation covered by a... Oh, wow. Alliteration. I bet lawmakers love putting alliteration in their shit. They're just like, listen, if I have to do this most boring job in the whole fucking world, then at least I'm going to have fun with it. Listen. Cultivation covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit. Cultivation covered by commercial cannabis activity. Cultivation covered by commercial cannabis activity. Cultivation covered by commercial... Uh, cultivation covered by commercial cannabis care. 
kids, craftsmanship. I don't fucking know. Unless the cultivation permit was issued first to a collective cannabis activity permit, shall be allowed to use subject to the conditions and requirements of this article in the following zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC. Agriculture zone. A1 agriculture zone. A2 agriculture zone. CM, commercial manufacturing zone. Oh, yeah, dude. I read all about this before in the in Prop 64. I, rem I remember this. Okay, okay. So I'm going to be able to get through this pretty quick. Uh, this part, anyway. Um, commercial cannabis dispensing. Okay, wait, wait. So these different zones. Cultivation in different under a commercial cannabis activity permit, unless the cultivation permit was issued first to a collective cannabis activity permit, is prohibited in all the zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC that are not specifically listed in subsection A above. C. Notwithstanding subsections A and B, oh no, uh, conducting cultivation pursuant to a collective cannabis activity permit at a location where dispensing and cultivation dispensing? Dispensing and cultivation have been conducted continuously since prior to the effective date of this article and is not within the zoning set forth in A above. Said use shall be deemed a legal non-conforming use and shall be grandfathered in uh, that's cool that's very cool uh, uh, grandfathered in that's fucking dope dude because they uh once these laws start going into place they might start trying to close some shops because of the uh specific words in these laws but what's going to happen is they're going to have to just stay on top of it da bomb dotty a Dandy. Okay. Um, uh, section 45.19.6.5. Commercial cannabis dispensing. A. Dispensing covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit is an allowed, is an allowed use subject to the conditions and requirements of this article in the following zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC, provided that the proposed location is not located within a thousand foot radius from a school located within a 600-foot radius from a public park, religious institution, licensed child care facility, youth center, substance abuse re rehabilitation center, or any other permitted location to which a commercial cannabis activity permit covering dispensing applies, or abutting, abutting, A-B-U-T-T-I-N-G, abutting across the street or alley from or having a common corner with a residentially zoned lot or a lot improved with a residential use. Dispensing covered by a collective cannabis activity permit yeah. or a commercial cannabis activity permit is a use permitted subject to the conditions and requirements of this article following in the following zoning districts listed in Article 2, Chapter 1 of the LAMC. 
so more commercial zone, commercial zone, more types of commercial zones. Yeah. Dispensary covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit is prohibited in the zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC and are not listed in Subsection A. However, C says, notwithstanding subsections A and B, conducting dispensing covered by a collective cannabis activity permit at a location where dispensing has been conducted continuously since since prior to the effective date of this article shall be a non-conforming use and shall be grandfathered in. I fucking love that so much. It's giving, it's giving credence and reason for all these medical dispensaries to stick around because guess what? If you're in, uh, against all this sh new shit that they're putting forth you'll be grandfathered in it's fine you'll be fine that's what it sounds like anyway 45.19.6.6 commercial cannabis manufacturing and distribution manufacturing and distribution covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit shall be an allowed use subject to the conditions and requirements of this article in the following zoning districts same thing same thing manufacturing oh wait, wait. uh Manufacturing covered by a collective cannabis activity permit or a commercial cannabis activity permit is prohibited in all the zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC and are not listed in Subsection A. 45.19.6.7. This is where it gets interesting. Thanks for the love, everybody. Um, the <clears throat> commercial cannabis testing. Uh, okay, I'm going to drink some more water. I barely have any left. Testing covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit may be conducted subject to the conditions and requirements of this article in the following zoning districts. Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC. Uh, limited commercial zone, limited commercial zone, blah, blah, blah. Commercial zone, restricted light industrial zone, light industrial zone, heavy industrial zone. So there's going to be people building weed factories, dude. There's going to be so much fucking weed. B, testing covered by a commercial... I mean, there's going to be so much more weed. There's already a lot of weed. Testing covered by a commercial cannabis activity permit is prohibited in all the zoning districts listed in Article 2 of Chapter 1 of the LAMC that are not listed in Subsection A. 45.19.6.8 Commercial Cannabis Activity Operational Requirements Notwithstanding zoning requirements set forth in Section 45.19.6.4, Section 45.19.6.5, and 6.7, herein, all collective cannabis activity and commercial cannabis activity is subject to the following operational requirements. The location shall not be located within a thousand foot radius from a school. So here's something interesting. Again, argument in favor of Initiative Ordinance N says, wait, don't do it. Andika, hello. But or ordinance against says initiative ordinance N was written without consulting law enforcement officials, local neighborhood councils, homeowners associations, educators, or child welfare officials about what they think is best for the city and its residents. And above up here, it says initiative ordinance N would open marijuana stores within two blocks of a school would open marijuana stores within one block of parks, playgrounds, churches, youth centers, or childcare facilities. All of the distances that they've said that are against uh, opening stores this far away from this type of place are the exact same as in Proposition M. And this is Initiative Ordinance N. And 
the, the reasons against N were saying that it wouldn't do that, but I'm reading it right fucking here in front of my fucking face. I fucking hate how when people are backbiting about politics and you're just like, what do you, what, what, just say what you mean. Just fucking say what you mean. Quit dancing around the, the, uh, the fucking, uh, issue. That's the word I was looking for. Issue. Um, okay. Got all worked up for a second. Location shall comply with the provisions of chapter one and chapter nine of the LEMC. Three, cultivation, dispensing, and to the extent permitted by the city, manufacturing, testing, distribution, and transport shall be conducted in accordance with state laws and regulations. Four, there shall be at least one responsible person at the location to act as manager and supervise employees at all times during business hours. Such manager, including any proposed or prospective manager, shall not have been convicted of an offense that is substantially related to the qualifications, functions, or duties of the business or profession currently or within the last 10 years. I mean, that, that makes sense. Substantially related. So if someone uh, fucking, I don't know, got busted for stealing a bunch of weed... I don't know. There's that's a new Wild West right now because there's never been a person who's worked. Oh well, maybe now, but before Colorado, before Colorado. Let me just say this: before Colorado, are you guys listening? Before Colorado, um, before Colorado, uh, legalized marijuana recreationally, there was no record of anyone stealing weed from a weed store that they worked at i don't think unless medical somewhere else but but legal legal recreational store they were the first ones all right anyway the permittee shall enter into a labor peace agreement if the applicant anticipates it will or currently does employ 10 or more employees six the location shall be monitored at all times by web-based closed circuit television for security purposes what? Uh, the camera and recording system must be of adequate quality, color rendition, and resolution to allow the ready identification of any individual committing a crime anywhere or on or adjacent to the location. All right, I get that. The recordings shall be maintained for a period of not less than 30 days and shall be made available to the department, the police department, or the city attorney upon request. Huh. Seven, the location shall have a centrally monitored fire and burglar alarm system and shall contain a fireproof safe. Hmm, okay. Eight, the location shall have adequate security to ensure the safety of persons and protect to protect the location from theft at all times. The permittee shall also provide a security guard during all hours of operation. All hours of operation. All security guards employed by the permittee shall be licensed and possess a valid Department of Consumer Affairs security guard card at all times. Exterior building lighting and parking area lighting for the location must be in compliance with sections 93, blah, 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 whatever, of the LAMC. Um, Windows and roof hatches of the location shall be secured from the inside with bars so as to prevent unauthorized entry and shall be equipped with latches that may be released quickly from the inside to allow exit in the event of an emergency in compliance with all applicable California, California. California and city building code provisions. For all cultivation, manufacturing, testing, and distribution permits, entrances to the locations on the premises where cultivation, manufacturing, testing, or distribution is being performed 
shall remain locked from the outside to prevent unauthorized ingress. Ingress shall be allowed by means of a remote release operated from within the location. In all cases, doors shall be remain openable from the inside to allow egress without the use of a key or special knowledge. If, if installed, access controlled egress doors shall comply with section 1008.1.3.4 of the California Building Code. Cannabis within the location shall not be visible from the exterior to the location. Um, all finished medical cannabis and medical cannabis products, except for limited amounts of cannabis used for display purposes, samples, or immediate sale, shall be secured and locked in a room, safe, or vault in a manner as to prevent diversion, theft, and loss. No persons under the age of 18 shall be allowed at the location unless that minor is a qualified patient and accompanied by his or her licensed attending physician, parent, or documented legal guardian. No recommendations or approvals by a physician to use medical cannabis or medical cannabis products shall be issued at the location. There shall be no on-site sales of alcohol or tobacco and no on-site consumption of cannabis, alcohol, or tobacco by patrons or employees at the location. A sign shall be posted at the entrance of the, to the location providing the name, telephone number, and address of a person responsible for receiving, logging, and responding to complaints regarding the permittee and agents or employees of the city requesting admission to the location or for the purpose of determining compliance with this article shall be given unrestricted access. Whoa, agents or employees of the city requesting admission to the location of the purpose of determining compliance. All right. Uh, dispensing covered by a collective cannabis activity permit or a commercial cannabis activity permit in addition to 1 through 18 above shall also be subject to the following operational requirements. All retail sales to qualified patients shall occur between the hours of 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. That's kind of stupid. Um, what if you want to stay open later than 10? The permittee shall not no whoa. The permittee shall notify patrons of the following verbally or by written agreement and by posting a sign or signs conspicuously within the location. <laughs> um. The sale or diversion of cannabis without a commercial cannabis activity permit issued by the city of Los Angeles is a violation of state law and the Los Angeles Municipal Code. Use of medical marijuana shall be limited to the patient identified on the doctor's recommendation. Secondary sale, barter, or distribution of medical cannabis or medical cannabis products purchased from, insert name of permittee, is a crime and can lead to arrest. Um... Patrons must immediately leave the location and not consume medical cannabis or medical cannabis products until at home or in an equivalent private location. Staff shall monitor the location and vicinity to ensure compliance. Forgery of medical documents is a felony crime. Entry into the premises by persons under the age of 18 is prohibited unless they are qualified patient and accompanied by blah, blah, blah. We already read that. California Prop 65 warning. Smoking of cannabis and cannabis-derived products will expose you and those in your immediate vicinity to marijuana smoke. Cannabis smoke is known by the state of California to cause cancer. No, it's not. That's bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Good vibes. What up, good vibes? Uh.
That's so stupid. Well, I'm almost done. Not really. One, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pages I haven't read. Fuck. <clears throat> the location is not located within a thousand foot radius from a school. Located within a 600 foot radius from a public park. Religious institution, licensed child care facility, youth center, substance abuse rehabilitation center, or any other permitted location to which a commercial cannabis activity permit covering dispensing applies or abutting across the street alley from blah, blah, blah. I already know that part. An event of a school or other sensitive use herein locates within the distance requirements set forth in paragraph one for cultivation, manufacturing, testing, or distribution activity covered by commercial cannabis activity. Permit at a permitted location. Said use shall be a legal, non-conforming use so long as the permitted location is continuously used for cultivation, manufacturing, testing, or distribution. Testing or distribution. In the event that a sensitive use school, public park, religious institution, licensed care facility, child care facility, youth center, substance abuse rehabilitation center, or any other permitted location within a collective cannabis activity permit or commercial cannabis activity permit covering dispensing or residentially zoned lot or improved with a residential use <gasps> locates within the distance requirements set forth in section 45.19.6.5 subsection B after dispensing uh, covered by a collective cannabis activity permit or commercial cannabis activity permit commences at a permitted location dispensing, dispensing covered by either permit at the permitted location shall be a legal non-conforming use so long as the permitted location is continuously used for dispensing covered by a valid permit. Section 45.19.6.9 Annual Renewal Requirements for All Cannabis Activity Permits All commercial cannabis activity permits are valid for one year for the issuance of the permit. In order to renew the permit for each year, the applicant must provide the department with the following. The renewal fee, the list of managers for the business, request for live scan service, Proof of uh, renewal uh, to the City of Los Angeles Business Tax and Registration Certificate. Uh. And payment of any and all business taxes. Proof of a state-issued license. Failure to maintain a state license once made available by the State of California shall be automatic grounds for suspension of a collective cannabis activity permit or a commercial cannabis activity permit. And applicant shall immediately cease all cannabis-related activities until proof of a state license is provided. Uh. Section 45.19.6.10 Commercial Cannabis Permit Limits After the one-year anniversary of this act, the City Council may amend this subsection to provide, expand, or place a limit on the number of commercial cannabis activity permits covering cultivation, manufacturing, testing, distribution, and transport that the Department may issue, but in no event shall the number be less than set forth in, the, in each section herein, and a, me a mechanism for determining the priority order in which the department will consider applications for commercial cannabis activity permits. If the city council fails to amend this subsection to provide a mechanism for determining the priority order in which the department will consider applications for commercial cannabis activity permits covering cultivation, manufacturing, and testing, <gasps> the department shall consider applications for commercial cannabis activity permits on a first submitted, first process basis. Notwithstanding subsections A and B of section 45.19.6.5 of this article, once dispensing is simultaneously conducted at, at least in at least 135 permitted locations, the department shall cease issuing commercial cannabis activity permits covering dispensing at additional proposed locations unless 
the city council amends this subsection, allowing for additional dispensing locations and provides a me mechanism for determining a priority order in which the department will consider additional dispensing locations. Notwithstanding the foregoing, a dispensary... The foregoing, a dispensary may relocate to compliant location. Holy fuck. That's crazy. In the event that the number of permitted locations where dispensing is simultaneously conducted falls below 135, the department shall resume issuing commercial cannabis activity permits covering dispensing. Okay, until it hits 135, I get it. Enforcement. Conducting commercial cannabis activity without a valid collective cannabis activity permit or commercial cannabis activity permit issuant issued pursuant to this article in violation of section 45.19.6.2 or 45.19.6.3 shall be subject to the remedies set forth in sections 11 and 12.27.1 of the LAMC and the city may also seek any unpaid taxes pursuant to the section 21.50 of the LAMC. Each day shall be considered a new violation with fines of $10,000 per day per violation. Holy shit. Copilot, thanks for joining. Likes up to a thousand. Thank you guys. Thanks for the love. Holy shit. A violation of any other requirement or provision of this article other than a violation of subsection A of section 45.19.6.2 shall be subject to the remedies set forth in the following schedule. A person's first violation in any two-year period shall result in a correction letter from the city attorney that will require the violation to be remedied within 90 days with one 90-day extension allowed. So you've got six months. You've got six months warning to get your shit together. A person's second violation in any two-year period shall be punished as an infraction pursuant to section 11 of the LAMC. A, section, a person's third violation in any two-year period shall result in suspension of the collective cannabis activity permit or commercial cannabis activity permit for a period of 90 days. A person's fourth violation in any two-year period shall be subject to the remedies set forth in sections 11 and 12.27 of the LAMC, including the right to the department to revoke the permit, but only following the right to a hearing and due process. Upon suspension of revocation of a person's collective cannabis activity permit or commercial cannabis activity permit, the department shall inform the Bureau of the Medical Marijuana Regulation. The city, uh, the city shall not begin instituting enforcement actions against the pre-ICO medical cannabis dispensaries for at least 180 days after the effective date of this article. No enforcement action shall be taken against a pre-ICO medical dispenser cannabis dispensary that has submitted an application to the department for a collective cannabis activity permit when they are waiting for approval or denial of application. For the purposes of accumulating violations under subsection B, which refers back to 45.19.6.2, the same violation spanning multiple days constitutes a single violation. Oh, this subsection does not apply for the purpose of calculating monetary penalties. Oh. Uh, the, the department, the poli police department, or the city attorney may inspect a permitted location at any reasonable time to ensure compliance with the requirements and provisions of this article, except that pri private medical records shall only be made available pursuant to a properly executed search warrant, subpoena, or court order. <clears throat> a permittee shall collect and maintain accurate records of commercial cannabis activity conducted 
pursuant to requirements and provisions of this article. Records collected pursuant to this subsection shall be maintained by the permittee for a period of seven years and shall be made available by the permittee yeah, for auditing. <laughs> to the department, the, the police department or the city attorney upon request, except the private medical records, a permittee or its agent or employee that refuses, impedes, or obstructs, or interferes with an inspection of permitted location or records collected and maintained by the permittees pursuant to this section has engaged in a violation of this article. All fines and fees collected pursuant to the enforcement of this article shall offset the cost of both the administration and enforcement of this article, including the cost of issuing permits, renewing permits, administering the permit program, education, inspections, and compliance checks, documentation of violations, prosecution of violators, adju adjudications, and convictions. Holy shit. I'm not going to make it through the end before I leave, I don't think. Privacy. Information identifying the names of patients and their medical conditions, private. Information identifying the names of patients and their medical conditions, private. The city shall not disclose any information received or maintained for the purposes of administering this article beyond what is necessary to achieve the goals of a specific investigation, notification, or the parameters of a specific court order or subpoena. The city shall release, to the fullest extent afforded by the law, any efforts of the federal government to acquire any information received or maintained by the law city for the purpose of administering this article. Section 45.19.6.13. Adult use. In the event the voters of the state of California adopt the Adult Use Marijuana Act, ALMA, <laughs> ALMA, uh, marijuana businesses who have already been granted permits pursuant to and subject to the above may also operate under those permits as an adult use marijuana business, as an adult use marijuana businesses. Fucking stupid typos, you dumbass dumb fucking typo shit fuck in the same category of permit upon the date of the state the state of california makes available licensing under alma pursuant to the business and professions code section 26054.2 priority shall be given to all collective cannabis activity permittees to operate until december 31st 2019 if the adult use marijuana act has has become law, any limitation by the word medical in the operational section of this act shall be removed. All adult use permittees shall operate in full compliance with the, all city and state laws, including the Adult Use Marijuana Act. Amendment to Article 1 of Chapter 2 of the Los Angeles Municipal Code. Section 21.50 of Article 1, Chapter 2 is amended to read as follows. No registration, certificate, or permit... Oh wait, taxation of commercial cannabis activity... No registration, certificate, or permit issued under provisions, provisions of Article 1 of Article 1.5 or Article 1.5 of Chapter 2 of this code or the payment of any tax required under the provisions of Article 1 or Article 1.5 of Chapter 2 of this code shall be construed as authorizing commercial cannabis activity not permitted pursuant to Article 5.1 of Chapter 4 of this code. Every person engaged in commercial cannabis activity not otherwise specifically taxed by other business tax provisions of this chapter shall pay a business tax of $60 for every $1,000 of gross receipts. Ew, gross receipts. Ew, they're so gross. Ah, they got poop on them and pee and, and band-aids, old ba scabby band-aids. Ah, they're so gross. And heroin needles just all on the... All on this, these receipts. Gross receipts. Ew. Um, 
Sixty dollars for every thousand, or fractional part thereof from the sale of medical. Yeah, so six percent. Uh, in the event adult use marijuana act passes, then every person engaged in commercial cannabis activity, not otherwise specifically taxed by other business tax provisions in this chapter, shall pay a business tax of $80 for each $1,000 of gross receipts or fractional part thereof. So 8%. Uh. Hmm. So 14%. For purposes of this section, commercial cannabis activity has the same meaning as that term is defined in blah, blah, blah. For purposes of this section, gross receipts includes all amounts that would be considered gross ah, receipts under section 21.00, including, without limitation, membership dues, the value of in-kind contributions, reimbursements provided by members regardless of form, and anything else of value obtained through commercial cannabis activity. Huh. In-kind contributions? That's dope. All taxpayers subject to this section must pay the full tax imposed by this section regardless of any rebate, exemption, incentive, or other reduction set forth elsewhere in the municipal code, except as required by the California or federal law. No provision in the municipal code can lower the tax rate set forth in this section or otherwise reduce the amount of taxes paid hereunder unless the provision specifically states that the reduction applies. The city council may impose the tax authorized by this section at a lower rate and may establish exemptions, incentives, or other reductions as otherwise allowed by the charter and California law. No action by the council under this paragraph shall, I imagine like directly under the paragraph, shall prevent it from later increasing the tax or removing any exemption, incentive, or reduction and restoring the maximum tax specified in this section huh amendment to article one of chapter nine of the los angeles municipal code i'm almost out of time oh i can make this i can do this okay i'm almost done i'm almost done so uh blah sub subsection has been added to read as follows commercial cannabis activity inspection fee an inspection fee shall be collected by the department to conduct inspections and reinspections pursuant to the Requirements of sections 45.19.6.2 and 0.6.3 of Article 5.1, blah, blah, blah. The inspection fee shall be in addition to other fee, to any other fee that the department determines is necessary due to the nature of the work involved. Amendment to the Article 8 of Chapter 9 of the LAMC. The Surcharge for one-stop permit center. The there shall be added to the total of all fees imposed... For the registration and permitting of commercial cannabis activity provided in Article 5.1 of Chapter 4 of this code and for any permit, plan, check, Bleh. license, application, report, and inspection provided for in Articles 1 through 8 of this chapter, excluding Sections 91 point, holy fuck, uh, of this code, a surcharge in the amount equal to the greater of 2% of the fees or $1. What? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone here. I think I just stumbled upon gold. Um, there shall be added to the total of all fees imposed for the registration and permitting of commercial cannabis activity provided for in Article 
For any permit, plan check, license, application, report, and inspection provided for in Articles 1 through 8 of this code, a surcharge in the amount equal to the greater of 2% of the fees or $1. All monies received from this surcharge shall be deposited to and expended as provided for the con construction services trust fund pursuant to section 5.321 of the Los Angeles Administrative Code. Whoa, that sounds like it's going to cost a dollar to get a, a permit to grow and sell commercially and holy fucking shit. Or 2% of the fees. Whichever is cheaper. And since it says or $1, uh, I think it's going to be cheaper than a dollar. Or maybe it'll cost a dollar. Uh, okay, I'm almost done. The building and safety systems development surcharge. There shall be added to the total of all fees imposed to the registration and permitting of commercial cannabis activity provided for in Article 5.1, blah, 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 of all these sections of this code surcharge and an amount equal to the greater of 6% of the fee or $1. Again, with the $1. <coughs> I like this $1. <coughs> all monies received from the surcharge shall be deposited to and expended as the Building and Safety Systems Development Account of the B Department of Building and Safety permit enterprise fund pursuant to section 5.121.8 of the L Los Angeles administrative code one dollar or one dollar or one dollar or one dollar effective date except as otherwise provided herein this act shall become effective the day after its approval by the voters amendment and repeal this act shall be broadly construed to accomplish its purposes and intent as stated in as stated in herein fucking dumbass fucking piece of shit dumb dumb you sound so stupid the city council may by majority vote amend stated in herein uh, majority vote amend the provisions of this act to implement the sub substantive provisions of this ballot measure provided that such amendments are consistent with and further the purposes and intent of this act and the permit processes provided for herein but for delivery licensing in the city of los angeles the council city council shall have the right to amend this act to bring the city of Los Angeles in full compliance with the medical marijuana regulation safety act by adding additional licenses as added by the state of California. This act specifically does not permit delivery in the city of Los Angeles. The city council shall have the right to amend this act to allow delivery permits in Los Angeles, but delivery can only be amended and permitted to existing brick and mortar. Wow. Brick and mortar, brick and mortar dispensary permittees in the city of Los Angeles and must be in full compliance with state law. Holy fuck. That's super interesting. So I might uh, I might vote for the other one, but I love this or $1 shit. I fucking love that. Severability. If any sec section, subsection, subdivision, paragraph, blah, 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 of all this shit, the voters... Uh, such invalidity or unenforceability shall not affect the validity or enforceability of the remaining sections, subsections, 
Uh, the voters of the city declare that they would have independently adopted each section, subsection, subdivision, paragraph, uh, article, irrespective of the fact that any one or more of the sections... Okay, so basically it's just saying if, if people vote for it, it's not going to... Any typos and shit aren't going to affect... <laughs> affect it because it's basically saying if the person voted for this then they wanted this which is kind of dangerous because i bet four people read this i bet four and a half people read this liberal construction this act is an exercise of the public power of the people of the city for the protection of the health and sa health safety and welfare of the people of the city and shall be liberally construed to effectuate its purposes competing measures in the event that another measure or measures Relating, yep, I know that. Whichever one wins, wins. The city clerk is hereby authorized and directed to publish a notice containing the proposed blah, blah, blah. That just says that it sent this thing out that I'm reading. City clerk is hereby authorized and directed to cause a notice to be published once in a newspaper of general circulation and then once uh, by mail. Okay. So, shit, dude. I've learned a lot, and I think I'm going to go with... N? N and M, it seems like they have the same restrictions. I think M is going to overall be better. But fucking 2% of the fees or $1. Surcharge for one-stop permit center. $1, please, for your permit. $1, $1, give me your dollar, please. Holy shit. Okay, so... That was a lot. Um, if anyone's still with me, thanks for listening. Because, yeah, it's just me this time. I'm going to have a guest for next time. I have a guest coming in on Saturday. And who it is, you'll just have to fucking find out. You'll just have to wait and find out. And subscribe to this and tell people about it. And I'll tell you this, that it is a comedian. A comedian. <laughs> The person I'll be talking to is a comedian. Um, yeah, so uh, this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and Live.me and Weed Props. So be informed. Know what you're voting for, especially if there's two things coming up on the election for the same fucking thing. Get, get, I mean, get wise. Read your shit. Take care. Get your shit together. Just get in a box, get in a box, get in a box or a bag, get your box in a bag and your shit and get it together. Get it together. <laughs> All right, uh, later. <laughs>